Matt Wright, and Spike Cohen. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Spike, Anna, Cohen, Skywalker, Cohen, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Rolls right off the tongue. It does. It does. Uh, to everybody out there watching, no matter which platform you are watching on or listening on, we say Bull of Anaka. Bull of Anaka, like, share, subscribe, follow, hit the bell. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. Hit we want the you. bell. We want you exploding with notifications if this is YouTube. Just boom, 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 boom. Nothing but notifications. Uh, so we were, uh, we took uh, two weekend, two weeks off. Two One, weeks because... Uh, my flight got delayed and we weren't able to record during Freedom Fest. And then another one because uh, Matt just had an awesome vacation. I did. And uh, so now we are back, back at it, like it never stopped, ready to go, going straight into this week's Mudwater Mushroom Coffee Replacement Cacao Rapid Fire segment brought to you by Mudwater Coffee Alternative. I know what you're thinking, folks. I'm sick of drinking coffee. Being all alert with a delicious beverage first thing in the morning, not for me, nope. I want something that's uh, definitely more healthy, uh, might help wake me up, and definitely doesn't taste as good. Well, folks, that's great. We have some great news for you. If you go to muddywatersoffreedom.com slash mud, you can get your trial pack of mud water, which is made out of masala chai, cacao, mushrooms, turmeric, sea salt, cinnamon, and literally nothing else. And if you're wondering what that tastes like, just picture those ingredients together in water. Yum. <laughs> Moneywatersoffreedom.com slash mud. Add honey. Trust us. So, yes. <laughs> trust us. Maple add, syrup something. Yeah. Add, add anything. Quite literally, add anything. Um, but, you know, make it natural. So that way you're not messing with the anti-sugar thing they got going on there. Um, yes, yes. So, well, bad news, everyone. <laughs> the summer of severe illness and death, the pandemic of the va- unvaccinated has hit our quadruple vaccinated president. Yes. And devastating. Devastating. It's been a it's been a tough it's been a tough week for him. We're going to go into all of the illnesses he doesn't have um soon, but <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's been a bad term for Biden. We can't really say that he's been, you know, just doing doing well at all in the last year and a half. No. No. But uh, this past week, he was reminded a lot about what he said literally a year ago. Um, and uh, nothing, nothing in the world can sum it up better than hearing it straight from him. July 21st, 2021. One last thing that's really important is we're not in a position where we think that any virus, including the Delta virus, which is much more transmissible and more deadly in terms of non-unvaccinated people, the the various shots that people are getting now cover that. You're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. One year later. Hey folks, guess you heard. This morning I tested positive for COVID. But I've been double vaccinated, double boosted. Symptoms are mild. 
and uh, and I really appreciate your inquiry and your concerns. But I'm doing well. I'm getting a lot of work done. I'm going to continue to get it done. And uh, and in the meantime, thanks for your concern and keep the faith. It's going to be okay. Mm. So for any- there was actually a, there was actually a video <laughs> montage someone put together of all the various world leaders saying anywhere from six months to a year ago, you have to get the vaccine because if you don't get the vaccine, you're going to get COVID and potentially spread it to others. And then showing a video of them getting the vaccine and then a video of them saying, I've gotten COVID and just boom, 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 boom. It was like, you know, like several of them. Uh, but of course that's not misinformation because they're the government. Right. And the government cannot be accused of misinformation. <laughs> no, government can't no. be accused of that. Now, no. for anybody who works in an office building, so Spike, you're kind of out. But for anybody who works in an office, yeah. for anybody who works in an office building and has to follow the uh, idiotic guidelines that have been put forth, you're going to love this next part because when asked where Joe Biden got COVID. The human box of rocks, Corinne Jean-Pierre, uh, said it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where it came from. Wow. <laughs> to which CNN's, I'm going to repeat that one, CNN's Jeff Zeleny, he, uh, he said this, and pay attention to her response. You said it doesn't matter where he got it, but... How can it not matter where he got it if that is something that, of course, is involved in contact tracing? This administration has taken it very seriously. How can it not matter? I think what I what it? I what I was trying to say is what's important now is that he has mild symptoms, uh, is that he is working from from the residents on on behalf of the American people. That's our focus. Look, we knew this was going to happen, as Dr. Jha said. Uh, you know, when he was when he joined me at the briefing uh, in the briefing room uh, not too long ago, he said, "This is this is uh, you know everyone was at some point everyone's going to get COVID. What is important is to make sure <laughs> that you have you get the treatment uh, that is that we have provided for folks. Uh, whether it's uh, get make sure you get vaccinated, make sure you get boosted." Uh, and uh, and then we have Paxlovid that is made available because of this president. Oh, I wow! It's just it is beautiful watching what would get you taken off of the internet for suggesting a year ago that everyone's going to get it, right. that it's endemic, that it doesn't matter who you get it from. <laughs> Because at this point, it's like the flu or the cold. It's just going to keep spreading. And no, I'm not saying COVID's like the flu. I'm saying in terms of like how it's it wildly spreads. spreading. Right, like how And in spreads. fact, actually, at this point, COVID has an expected lower, uh, with the Omicron variant, has a lower per case fatality rate than the flu. It just spreads a lot more wildly than the flu does. So there are more deaths from it. But like at this point, it doesn't matter where it came from. Nope. And just to watch them over and over and over again have to literally say what everyone has been saying before them, but then saying, but it's very important to get vaccinated for the others. Why? You, Why? You you have talked about this openly on the show, so I feel it's okay to bring it up, but you, you got COVID twice, right? 
Yes. Yeah. 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 I've gotten COVID twice. Yeah, I got it. I got it once that I know of. <laughs> How? <laughs> Who'd you get it from? <laughs> well, I got it from you. Um, <laughs> once. No, you're supposed to say it doesn't matter. Well, no, I'm going to remind you of that all the time. Uh, <laughs> since you will bring up the gluten thing. Yeah, I was going to say that's for giving me gluten. Right. So I have to remind you I got COVID from you. But yeah, if that's I got fair. it from anybody else, it wouldn't matter who I got it from. And I also wouldn't know or care <laughs> if it had been anybody else. I would not care who I got it from. In fact, it came from you means i have to remind you of it no that makes it special and i I think that the if i had given it to joe biden she would have been straight up like spike cohen Cohen, like it would (laughs) then it would have mattered like i'm the one person that if i give someone COVID, it matters um i i realized something watching that video she is either she is her mannerisms are naturally this way or she is trying to impersonate barack obama Really? When you hear her talking, her mannerisms and the way she look, like we're trying to say, uh, uh, it doesn't matter where he got it. Uh, the the point is that uh, the, the symptoms are very mild. and it's, it's, it, I think it's she's poorly impersonating Barack Obama. Your Barack Obama, Barack sound, Obama, your Barack Obama sounds a lot like Eddie Murphy's white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Barack Obama is Eddie, Eddie Murphy's, Murphy's white, white guy. I thought we knew this. Well, did we establish that that what the pota- in the previous episode? No, I thought I thought we said that uh, DeSantis was <laughs> Eddie Murphy's white guy. Let's put the banana in the tailpipe trick. What, that, no, because Bar- Barack Obama's voice wasn't as high, so it's right. like a medium pitch Eddie Murphy's white guy. It is, yes. So instead of talking like this, he's talking like this. He's talking like this. Uh, let me be. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Let me, be, let me clear. be clear. And she's like, let me be clear. Like, she's trying to do the same thing, and it's just not good. She sounds like Eddie Murphy's white guy. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay. All right. <laughs> so if you work in a company, uh, especially if you work in an HR department, I know I'm only talking to, like, one person out there, uh, but if you work <laughs> in an HR department, uh, contact tracing apparently is no longer necessary uh, because it doesn't matter as the press secretary of the White House just said. And my favorite part of what she said in there was um, she confirmed what we have been saying for forever. Uh, that Two years. Yeah, yeah, that everybody is going to get it. They have mm. been denying it. The vaccines will protect you. Vaccines will protect you. And now they're saying, yeah, everybody's going to get it. Yeah. And... <laughs> The news of him uh, coming down with COVID or testing positive with COVID, uh, it comes on the tail end of him accidentally or being correctly, allegedly, uh, saying he has cancer from oil refineries. But it doesn't matter where he got it from, actually, (laughs) because everyone's going to get cancer. <laughs> the point is, he's got mild symptoms of his cancer, his oil cancer, and and it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm not reading that. I'm I'm just I'm I'm right. for a moment. It doesn't, it doesn't matter where where he got it from. Everyone's going to get cancer. The important thing is that he's got mild symptoms and that he can uh, you know it, it, we're using the treatments available for cancer. 
And uh, let me be clear. <laughs> let me be clear. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Uh, yeah, so giving a speech um, last <laughs> week, Joe Biden said, yes. in true Bidenian fashion. Oh, gosh, yes. I just lived up the road. I just in an apartment complex when we moved to Delaware. And just this up man the is president. He is. I know. <laughs> it's sad. And and just up the road was a little school I went to, Holy Rosary Grade School. He's not saying that this was after he graduated. Uh, and before it was a four-lane highway that was accessible, my mother drove us and rather than us being able to walk. And guess what? The first frost. Good God, reading this gives me dementia. Man, the first frost. This is his brain. Is this? Wild. I know it's so hard to read this. Um, okay, and guess what? The first frost. You knew what was happening. You had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window, and that's why I and so damn many other people I grew up with have cancer, and why can. For the longest time, Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation. But that's in the past. And we're going to get, we're going to build a different future with one, one with clean energy and good paying jobs. What? So he says, I had cancer. All right, I have cancer. He didn't say I had cancer. He also said that he got cancer because of the oil refineries, which, as Spike pointed out, what does it matter where it came from as long as he's in good health? <laughs> uh, it's all that matters. We're all going to get it. We're all going to get it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that one, yeah, we're all going to get You just We're all going to get oil cancer. It doesn't well, matter. Well, we're all going to get cancer. You just kind of get to pick which kind. Uh <laughs> Sure. Yeah, you sort of have a choice. Um, so Andrew Bates is a White House spokesperson, and he tweeted that Biden was referring to a previously disclosed skin cancer and not referring to a new diagnosis. Well, that's really... He referenced a report uh, from the White House physician that said... It is well established that President Biden did spend a good deal of time in the sun in his youth. He has had several localized non-melanoma skin cancers removed with Mohs surgery before he started his presidency. Uh, the White House doctor Kevin O'Connor said this in the report in 2021. Now, mm. this states he got non-melanoma skin cancers from being in the sun. not living next to oil refineries. And if you were to ask AJP about it, she would say it doesn't matter where he got it from. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where he got it from. And it is I So remember <laughs> when we had a president that like blamed cancer on insane things like windmills, windmills and you would read what he wrote and knew he said it just by reading it and think how does this person's brain work and you think maybe one day we'll have a president that isn't this way and then the very next one 
is arguably worse. Arguably worse on well, like on the whole, arguably worse on some things, indisputably worse. Yeah. The the oil cancer is slightly more plausible than windmill cancer, but the 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 stream of conscious speeches are on a completely different level. Trump's were at least somewhat linear. Right. Biden is just having an associative conversation and with himself in front of a microphone. To be fair, how do we know that he got it from the oil refineries and not his hundreds of trips on Amtrak before they were electric? Oh. The cancer he doesn't and have. <laughs> his fake cancer that he talked about. His fake cancer that doesn't exist. <laughs> how, how do we know that his fake cancer didn't come from Amtrak instead of the oil refineries? That would make a lot a lot more sense. So while the White House is a, uh, attempting to change definitions on what it means to have cancer versus not have cancer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Used to be a very binary thing. Yeah. Now, it's, uh, now it's just kind of... It hey. turns out... There's a spectrum. It's actually uh, a social uh, condition. They're also attempting a new tactic to get around the whole, you know, recession thing. Um, <laughs> and that is to change the definition of what a recession is. On Monday, the day we're recording this, <laughs> you'll see it later this week. Uh, yep. They put out this post. What is a recession? While some maintain that two consecutive quarters of falling real GDP constitute a recession, that is neither the official definition. While some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, while some. <laughs> while 95% of all economists, the others being Robert Reich and Paul Krugman, uh, yes, yes. say, well, and Janet Yellen, uh, so we're like, eh, well, there's other things to look at. Uh, that is neither the official definition nor the way economists value the state of the business cycle. Instead, both official determinations of recessions and economists' assessment of economic activity are based on a holistic look at the data, which means they're using <laughs> crystals and different kinds of oils. Um including the labor market, consumer, and business spending, industrial production, and incomes. Based on these data, it is unlikely that the, the decline in GDP in the first quarter of the year, even if followed by another GDP decline in the second <laughs> quarter, indicates a recession. Wow. They're going to claim that because they have artificially inflated incomes. Temporarily. Temporarily. And artificially blew up the job market temporarily. That that means that they're not in a recession. And that it's not that those are actually symptoms of the massive amounts of malinvestment that are leading to what will very possibly be a depression when it really sets in in about a year. Yeah. That is... And when you so when you have somebody like like Janet Yellen's out there on this talking point, this is she is the yes. one going forward with this talking point. Wow. 
but quite literally. I think even I think even Krugman said he was wrong about inflation. Like, like at this point, I don't really know who's not saying that we are heading for a recession. They're going to claim that because inflation is hot, this is their talking point walking into the whistling past the graveyard that's this coming November elections. Their argument to the American people, when we have yet our third quarter of recession, is that their argument is going to be that, well, we're not really in a recession, everyone who's experiencing a recession. We're not, and the job losses and everything that come, we're not experiencing that because if you look, prices and you know and 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 incomes are good for people that still have jobs because of inflation yeah so they're going to argue that we're not really in a recession because the because we also have inflation it's it yeah it's it makes absolutely. This is. It makes no sense what they're thinking here. Zero. You can't. It, well, it makes no. It, this makes no economic sense, no. but it also makes no political sense no. because this is going to the voters who are like. Imagine like two months from now, and people are like, "Oh, okay, so we're in a recession straight up. Like this is no longer. Oh, I'm experiencing this." And my people that in my social circles are, it's like the country's experiencing this while they're going, no, you're not. No, it's okay. Many economists believe that we're actually not having the R word. Name. And everyone's like, yeah, name. Name name two. Well, well, there's those 17 economists that have uh, told Biden just one whopper after the next. And that's their newest one. Oh, no, we're not in a recession. recession. This is wild. When MSNBC is is reporting that a recession is coming, you know a recession is coming. Well, you know you're in it already. Yeah. Yeah, So I I honestly believe that, as we've talked about on the show multiple times, the inflation is much worse than what they're reporting. Oh, yeah. Much worse. So, yeah, November is going to hit. Republicans are going to win the uh, House. They're probably going to win the Senate. Um, probably and then in january late january they're going to start reporting what closer to what the real inflation numbers are and they're going to say it's because republicans won't uh, vote on biden's plans yes that's definitely i I guarantee it and you know what at this point you know we're blaming biden for trumpflation and biden's not really saying Actually, it's because of this and this and this, because he supported it the same way he can't say that the baby formula shortage is because of uh, USMCA and the tariffs because he supported that. So instead, he's just got to be like, oh, it's corporate greed on both of them. And no one's buying like the vast majority of people aren't buying that. So they're blaming him. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Fine. Good. You get the blame. Yeah. Give it to him. It's and now so then Republicans will get in. And because they're definitely also going to refuse to blame the real cause because they supported it, then they'll get the blame. Yep. And it's just like, 
It's just going to keep rotating. I guess it works out. I guess it just works out in the end, right? Like you end up blaming the right people at some point, uh, even if it's in a roundabout way. It's just incredible. Well, yeah, but you're going to blame them 10 years after the fact and be like, okay, we were a little wrong on this. And, but you know, all those people are long since retired or dead and doesn't matter. But thankfully we figured out how to fix it. Right. Give me money. Money, please. (laughs) Money, please money please you've never done anything wrong in your life and i love you um and that's what and that's what the binary voters will do that's their message joe biden is sitting here going i've never done anything wrong in my he doesn't say it that way he goes listen look here man i uh in all the things the various things that i've done have been uh i mean look man you know uh what's never happened for me to do a thing that is a bad thing, I've never done it. I've never, I've never damn well done it. Never damn well done it. And and half the voters go, I know that, and I love you for it. And then they vote for him. My entire career, I supported minorities. And I don't look at 1994, but my entire career, I supported minorities. And I've never felt that somebody should be imprisoned for their drug use. Don't look at 1994, yes. anything before 2021. Or 88 or 86 or yeah. my entire career. Yeah. Actually, he has. His entire career, he has supported black people in prison with taxpayer money. Which Kamala Harris ate up. Yes. Speaking of things from California. Sure. Why not? That's a that's a segue. That's yeah. the only one I could come up with. That's the only. No, it's a good. That's a good. Better than anything I would have come up with. A California doctor named. I would have just said speaking of abortions. But, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> a California doctor named Meg Autry <laughs> is mm. planning on launching a ship called Prowess, and this stands for Protecting Reproductive Rights of Women Endangered by States Statutes. The ship will act as a comprehensive reproductive health clinic with a full team of licensed health care providers offering surgical abortions up to 14 weeks. If you recall, a couple of months ago, one of us, I'm not going to say who, one of us offended a lot of people because we predicted the launch of abortion packages where you know the tourism and abortion <laughs> put together one of us one of us i'm not saying listen that, it doesn't matter it doesn't it, matter where it came from it doesn't from. matter where okay. it came from all that matters is a lot of people were upset about our abortion <laughs> comments um no matter how funny one of us thought that was um <laughs> This is sort of the beginning of that. You also see it in California saying, come here, this is your abortion Mecca. And Chicago saying, this is your abortion oasis. You know, you get an abortion and get shot the same weekend. Um, Wow. It's a twofer, really. It really is. I mean, if you get shot beforehand, you save the money. Um, I mean, listen, if you're walking through Southside Chicago, can you really call yourself viable? (laughs) So, so, but what this is doing, what Meg Autry is proving, and it's a very valid 
thing. Even if something is prohibited, even if a state bans something, it doesn't mean a market won't survive. She's going to be launching this in the Gulf of Mexico. So it's going to be going Texas, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida. Um, (laughs) It will survive. Like a market will grow. And she is just absolutely proving that. And she is also Mm -hmm. proving us correct with our prediction of the abortion tourism. Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's be clear. This is kind of a gimmicky way to do it, right? Like, it's nowhere near as efficient to, like, have to get to a boat as it would be to, like, I don't know, drive to a state that has legal abortion. For, mo- for most people, if you're in Alabama, it might be kind of rough. But, like, Texas might you be, know. Depending on where you are. Texas inside. might be rough. But the point is. Like, this is just a, this is partially a point being made, too, that, like, we can literally just come to your port and pick people up and go offshore. There's nothing you can do. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. You can't arrest people for not doing something in your state. Yep. And, and so, I mean, if they, if they tried to, and there's actually precedent on this. If they tried to say, oh, we know you're going to do things on the boat that would be illegal in our state, so we're not going to let you land, that's unconstitutional. It is. Because they already determined that with the casino boats. That, you know, when the casino boats would, we have casino boats in South Carolina where uh, gambling is illegal unless it's the lottery. Because that's... Run by the state. Magic. But it's, it's run by the state. But so... Uh, and they tried to, to ban the casino boats. They could not ban the casino boats because they're not doing anything illegal in South Carolina. It's just a boat. And then it goes off to sea. And it's crazy because, like, if you've been on one, they'll, like, barely even play music. They'll be, they serve some food, but that's it. It's like, we're just a boat. And then you go off to, like whatever that thing is and all of a sudden the music gets loud and the all, all the uh, uh, machines start going and the dealers come out and everything and it's because now they're not in south carolina waters anymore whatever that number of miles yeah, are it's and like do the two same miles thing or with four this, there's nothing you can do about it. yeah it's like yeah it's not that long it was it's like a, a you know a 10 15 minute boat trip going through the the creek there and uh through the mullet creek and then up up yeah. the, out the ocean and there's nothing they can do about it and it's the same thing with this and that's not and this is legal we're not even getting into the illegal abortion providers this is perfectly legal yeah. so you'll probably see even more of these and they'll eventually i mean if there's enough of a market for it this is kind of a a, a, a test case you could end up having like abortion cruise ships and then like abortion is going to be a real it's a like, real thing like the opposite of the love boat <laughs> So speaking of um, needless suffering, a Florida cop 
named <clears throat> Christopher Police. 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 It's actually pronounced police, police, which I'm like, wow. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's pronounced police. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, a Florida cop named Christopher Police. He did. Okay, we're going to have to show you the video on this one. Uh, the video has no sound, and there's going to be two angles. So we're going to have to describe it to you as it's happening. Um, but, uh, okay. And this is serious, so I need to get my serious face on. But yes. Mm. This is the opposite of a love cop. <laughs> yes. So he did this. Um, so here you see, this is his body cam. He has a suspect in the car and he's got handcuffs on. He was getting ready to mace him and somebody stopped him who happened to be a female cop. And as you can see, something happened. Um... So here is a different angle. I'm going to pause it really quickly. Here is a different angle. Uh, and you can see, you can see here that uh, Christopher Police is bent over inside of the car with a suspect, um, with a suspect in the car, as we saw from his body cam footage. You know that there is somebody in the car. Multiple cops are there. Now, you don't really see it from this angle, but... He pulls out his mace and this female cop runs up and pulls him off to which he gets angry, puts his hand around her throat. And that is um, basically it. Uh, the person that was in the car. I don't know what that person did. No clue what that person did. Uh, but what I do know is that this past week, Sunrise Police Sergeant Christopher Police uh, was hit with counts of felony battery on a law enforcement officer, tampering with evidence, assault on a law enforcement officer, and assault on a civilian, according to the Broward State Attorney's Office. Wow. They charged him with assaulting the non-cop, too. That's actually the most surprising part of that entire thing. Wow. Now, as soon as I first saw this video, I'm like, he's getting charged with that. With Because you don't assault. I don't care if you're a cop. You don't assault, you don't a, cop. assault a cop. But then they went and said, well, I you know, assaulted the guy who wasn't a cop, too. So we're going to charge you with that. And if the footage hadn't been released, I bet he doesn't. But the footage was. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So this incident actually happened on November 19th of 2019. When police were called to a stop and save convenience store in Sunrise, Florida, uh, for report of a suspect, Jean-Bernard Similian, who had physically attacked several people outside the market. He was upset that he got, uh, he was told that it was actually, they were going to go with Corinne Jean-Pierre instead of him for press secretary and understandably Under, got <laughs> two years upset. two years um, before she got the job three yeah, no, three, they knew, three they knew. years three years they, before three 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 years but they knew so <laughs> Be, before before by a year before biden even got elected but that's but they knew but they knew what the order <laughs> they knew that it was gonna... this is proof that trump really won right actually. 
they knew it was going to go angry peppermint patty to the box of rocks. <laughs> Whoever is next. They, already, they have it planned out. It might be Jean Bernard Simili. It could be. After that. That's what he gets for having pepper spray not fired at him. Uh, so he had been handcuffed and uh, placed into a cruiser when police pointed the pepper spray at him but did not use it. According to the police, mm. according to the police, you know, when they investigate themselves, you know it's always accurate. Yeah. Now the female officer is unidentified, but we know in the video she was twenty eight. She ran over there, yanked him back, uh, yanked him back by the belt, and the body camera shows that uh, the body camera that was released in January shows this happening. And then he puts his hand on her throat, to which she hits it. He knocks and he lets go, but he pushed her up against a car. And if this, if she was not a cop. If she was not a cop, forget the fact that it took three years to come to light. If she was not a cop, would yeah. any of this come to light? No. It, well, I mean, if she wasn't a cop, she would be had, arrested for. I was going to say, if she wasn't a cop, she would have been arrested for assaulting a cop because she grabbed his belt. Right. Or interfering with, they'd say, oh, interfering and, with a police interfering with play, pro, obstruction of justice. Yeah. That they she they'd hit her with like fifteen different charges. Get her to plea it down unless she had priors, and then they just throw her in prison. And uh, yeah, and then and then they release the body cam footage with this breathless fifteen minute explanation to go along with it to explain why what he did was perfectly fine. Right. And the forty percent of the country would say. Uh, yes, I agree with that. It's the same 40% of cops who beat their wives. Well, no, they'd say, yes, I agree with that out of fear. Right. Of what's waiting for them when, when, when he comes home. So good on that. Theme. Like credit to credit due where credit's due. Yes. You know, yep. credit due where credit's due. That female cop did the right thing. I believe I believe he's been fired, and he hasn't yet been rehired to get his pension, um, as cops do. Uh, but you know, good good on this female cop for standing up to him. Uh, but again, if she hadn't done it, we would not have heard of any of this. He like Jean P Jean Jean. Now I just have Jean Pierre Jean Bernard Simulian. <laughs> he he would have been maced. He would have been maced yep. and uh, possibly worse, and nobody would yep. have ever heard anything because none of the other cops were doing anything about it. It's Do a, a damn thing. Female cop half his size yanked him back, and then he took yep. it out on her. He's one of the 40%. You know that. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine? Oh, my Lord. Just the string of battered females that poor them no yeah yeah uh oh you can see it no he's got i mean if you meet a 40 year old with sleeve tats who's a cop there's that's there's a lot of beaten up females in his life yeah timeline that's that's rough this is good cops have to stop bad cops if you see a cop being a bad cop and there's a bunch of other cops there they're not stopping them then at best they're just apathetic cops like a good cop 
does what she did. Yes. So good cop. She she is a good cop. She did the right thing. And again, yes. her name wasn't released. I don't even know if she's still a cop. But more cops need cops need to look to her and more cops need to emulate that as opposed to what yes. everybody else there was doing, which was nothing. Not a damn thing. So salute to you, good female cop. That seems like a offensive thing to call you, but that's all we know about you. We know that you're we, a woman. I, we can just call her good cop. Good cop. Because she is a good cop. Good job, good cop. Thank you. More of that, please, from the rest of the cops. So that is uh, this uh, this week's episode, or no, <laughs> that is the our first episode this week. Uh, join us again uh, tomorrow night at uh, at eight p.m. Uh, where you will see the next big topic that we'll be talking about. Uh, in the meantime, you should know that there is yet a third episode that comes out every Saturday. And that episode is only for subscribers. So go to anchor.fm slash moneywater slash subscribe. I said that right, right? Why does that sound wrong? I don't know. It's not wrong. Anchor.fm slash moneywater slash subscribe. Uh, for only 10 bucks a month, you can become a moneyed subscriber and get exclusive sweet, sweet. We save the best for last every single time, folks. And uh, we love to have you become a part of it. You also get discounts at the Muddy Waters Media Store uh, and with uh, partner vendors. And uh, you also get an ad-free viewing and listening experience on the old Anchor and Spotify. Actually, and, uh, to, to interrupt you, I found out uh, that you also get it on Apple. And I believe you get it oh. on everything if you have the if you have the uh, subscriber RSS feed. Oh, <laughs> I don't really know what that means, but you get the somehow through the magic of podcastery, you get uh, you get uh, ad free viewing and listening experience. Everywhere, Everywhere by just having the R S S the, the subscriber S that stands for a real subscribing. We'll see you tomorrow, Tuesday at eight, and where we're going. We don't need roads.